another episode of what you saw last night. South Jersey is preeminent paranormal horror based podcast covering all things movie, horror culture, and the occult. Let's get into it. We got a very strange episode today. We don't even have warm-ups because there's just so much to get in. The backstory and the genesis of this episode was Julia's been texting us to watch all these movies about Midsommar, Midsummer, and we did. So here we go. The only warm-up questions I got are, rank your three favorite Christians from all the Midsommar movies. From best to worst? Yeah. I'm going to go Solstice. Mid- Solstice Christian? Yeah, Solstice Christian. Right. Midsummer 2003 Christian. And then Midsummer 2019 Christian. All right. Enrique. Uh, hmm. Christian was a girl in one of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. <laughs> I'm going to go the same order. All right. But a lot of people might be asking, what is Midsommar anyway? So, for those of you wondering, it's a celebration that takes place on June between June 19th and 20 and the 25th. A celebration of harvest is called Midsommar or also called St. John's Day. Um, it's celebrated all throughout the world, mostly originating from Eastern Europe, the um, Scandinavian nations. They Each kind of nation has their own ways of celebrating. And depending on where you are outside of Eastern Europe. Like for instance, for some reason, there's a lot of like, they similar celebrate in Brazil, similarly to the way they celebrate in Denmark. It comes from a celebration called Vapernat, which dates back from way back to like the middle ages, um, traditional dances uh, with potatoes. And that symbolizes females fertility it's always kind of a day of dancing and celebration and tradition. It's one of the largest holidays in Sweden behind Christmas. It became an official holiday in 1952. The Swedes observe it by picnics, eating and dancing around a maypole, a bonfire, and normally they end the night with skinny dipping. You don't have to be fully naked, but taking off some clothes is encouraged. So just um, <clears throat> Yes. Yes, but it is not uncommon for people to go full nude. Also, if you attend local celebrations in like the Philadelphia area, because there's like a large Swedish group and they do a large celebration, it's kind of well known not to bring up the movie. They don't want people coming in being like, I'm Florence Pugh, or when are we going to like, you know, reenact the movie? They, they do they, the 2019 movie. They, um, they don't want that. They want people to come and observe and dance and like be culturally respectful. Whew. So we started these three movies by watching Midsommar, Midsummer 2003, which is a Danish film directed by Karsten Myrup. It was actually well-received in Denmark, one of the largest newspapers that I can't pronounce this name. The I'm going to try the Berlingske... Ty Denny uh, said it was four out of six stars. The Poltuckin, um loved the movie. That was another, they said this was, that's another big newspaper in Denmark. Um, they love that this was a horror that was elevated beyond horror. 
Um, and then six months after its theatrical release in, um, in, in Denmark, the rights were bought by a American, Bill Block, and he eventually remade it in 2009 Solstice. We'll get into that later. What are your guys' thoughts on Midsommar 2003? It was terrible, and I will defend <laughs> myself for a minute because it was my idea to watch this. But so I saw in a group that I'm in, someone posted the screenshot of like the IMDb of this, and you see that the, you know, it's called Midsummer, and the synopsis just says Christian's sister commits suicide. And then he goes to Midsummer, So immediately you're like, okay, well, Christian isn't the main character in 2019 Midsummer. Danny is, but her sister does commit suicide. And then they all go to the Midsummer celebration. So I and a lot of others are thinking, is this a remake? We've never heard of this 2003 Midsummer but clearly it has the exact same plot based on the synopsis. So like, I just wanted to investigate what was going on and I should have investigated further because I watched it and there were zero similarities between these movies. It's not a remake. 2019 is not a remake of this zero correlation. (laughs) That it was because of the synopsis. I'm not dumb. I know that Midsummer is like a general I, I understand that it's a holiday. I am Swedish. I didn't think just because the title was the same. It's not even the same spelling. But just if you see the synopsis of it on Google, it very much looks like. No, yeah, you're right. Similar plot. But so I was like, wouldn't it be fun to investigate? I, I truly thought they would be more similar. I couldn't have been more wrong and just. I really felt like this was a terrible film. I just like did not. I felt it was poorly made. I don't know how it was so well received at all. It just didn't work. It didn't make sense. Look, it got four out of six. I, I rented it and the copy that I rented was filmed on a potato and there were black bars on all sides of the screen. (laughs) The film itself took up a third of the screen. I couldn't even see what was happening. So, like, that Look, was strange to me. Like, not only, like, the quality of the rental was bad, like... So, I'm not giggling because... I'm not... I've been giggling the whole time. And I'm not giggling because you chose these movies and they suck. I'm giggling at... Someone had the fucking balls to say, loved that this was a horror that was elevated beyond horror. Someone had the fucking balls to say that. They don't make movies like this in Denmark. That's why. Like this is by American standards, it's terrible. Just the fact that they don't have elevated horror there. So well, this isn't horror. It's also two thousand three, and like elevated horror was. I I agree, it's not horror, and we'll get into like the plot and the pacing. The pacing was just awful. The horror elements just weren't there. So, like, for the people that are probably very confused, especially since, you know, you think of one movie that was very well seen and this movie, which is not. So can someone explain the uh, plot? So the plot of Midsummer 2003 is 
a man and his sister, they might be in high school. They're like late teens, maybe early 20s. They go to a party. His sister ends up overdosing and taking her life at the party. No one really knows why. It jumps to a year forward. Him and his friends are reuniting and making their like yearly trip to go celebrate midsummer. My my one question before we go actually, you know what? No, finish I'm explaining it and then I'll ask my one question. Oh, and then I'll be quick about it. You don't have to. There's not much to it's like he's being haunted the whole time. He thinks it's the sister. This is where the pacing was really bad because like you know, normally in like haunting type movies, there is one person who's like guys, I'm seeing and hearing things and everyone's like, yeah, okay, I don't see anything. But, you know, gradually throughout the film, you're supposed to, like, reveal it to the other category uh, characters. That never happens here. And, like, nothing of note happens until literally, like, the last 15 minutes of the film. Anyway, turns out the entire time the main character, Christian, was not being haunted by his dead sister Instead, he's being haunted by the ghost of a little girl because his sister and one of the other friends a year earlier had accidentally killed this girl in a car accident. Like, they hit her with their car. It's an I-know-what-you-did-last-midsummer situation. The friend and the sister decide to dispose of the body. The sister committed suicide because of the guilt of that happening. And that's, like, the twist ending that you literally find out in the oh, last yes. 10 minutes. And again, I feel like there's two different twists that are revealed in the last 10 minutes. Nothing happens for two hours. And then <clears throat> in the last 10 minutes, you find out not only is the ghost, not the sister, but also the sister killed a little girl. And it's like nothing happens. And then so much happened and then cut to credits. Someone had the fucking balls to say, this was a horror that was elevated beyond horror. Yeah, I, I want to stress that, like, no horror elements ever happen. The haunting that I described is throughout the film, Christian keeps finding his sister's keys, I think, like her keychain. Yeah, it was like a keychain. Yeah. And he, basically, he'll, he, like, threw them in the lake, he'll throw them away, he'll put them somewhere, and he just keeps finding them. And I just think, like, one of the main problems was the pacing where, like, or, like, he would go and, like, the headlights from the car were on when they know they turned them off. But the friends never see any of these things. And I just feel like, because in the movie, there is a ghost. The ghost is real. It's not just him and his imagination and grieving. It's, the ghost is very real. And I feel like gradually they needed to, like, reveal that to some of the friends because it doesn't really come to a head until the movie's over. And I just feel if there is a legitimate ghost, if we're not meant to think it's all in his head, they should have like showed that. Because why why isn't the ghost of the little girl haunting her murderer who's with the group? Like the other woman yeah. who's responsible for killing her and hiding her body. The ghost never interacts with her, only with Christian. Treen. Treen, yeah. So there's a part near the end, and Julia's not exaggerating when she says that two hours go by and there's nothing going on. And then 10 minutes go by and everything is trying to get crammed in that 10 minutes. They speak to the ghost. Like they summons the ghost with their Swedish Ouija board. And 
it throws a cup and you're like, okay, we're about to get some action. And then nothing happens after that. Nothing paranormal or nothing like scary, horror. The only thing that happens after that is it reveals the little girl died. It reveals that uh, the girl killed him. It reveals that she's like, I'm trying to stay out of prison. And she makes, she accidentally kills someone. And it's just, and here's the thing. And we'll get into Solstice, which is the, the remake. This also, one thing that uh, Julia didn't mention, it's not important, but the movie was really bad quality. It was handheld camcorder with the small cassette that you have to put into an adapter to make a bigger cassette. Like it was filmed on one of those. I've watched full length movies on my iPod Nano that had better quality than this. Yeah, the, the the quality was pretty bad, but hear me out because Pat gave me a really good compliment earlier and I honestly feel really, really touched by it. But <laughs> So this movie, and again, I'll go back uh, to this when we talk about Solstice, but this movie, because it was so poor of quality, I enjoyed it. A lot better than this. And I'll explain why later. But like this was their attempt. Well, this was probably their Hollywood version uh movie. This was probably like a blockbuster in Sweden. But to me it was it did like, okay. It did pretty well. Right, right. I'm saying like this is probably like they were streaming at every movie theater, this one, right? Like couples were like arm in arm and they're like shaking and that's fine, but to us, this was just a fun—not even fun. This wasn't. Even I was going to say. I'm, 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 trying, I'm trying. This this was just a B horror movie that you would find on like Amazon Prime. Like Zombies was way better than this. Right. I think this is like I I and again, someone posted a screenshot of the IMDb in like a random horror movie page that we follow. That's how I found out about it. But, like, I don't even know if people know this movie exists outside of, like, Denmark. And I will say this. I did not enjoy the movie at all, one bit, zero percent. I enjoyed the process that we... Because I hated Midsummer 2019. But I enjoy the process of the experiment, check going back and checking these three. Because, one, I grew a way bigger... Um, appreciation for 2019 and I did see 2019 through a different lens this time but there was something about 2003 even though it was so fucking boring I, I didn't I didn't stop watching it you know so like, we, I didn't like get on my phone and stop watching it we didn't mention the neighbor. Right, um, there, there's some uh, weird... Was, like, what was the point of that? Because they never utilized... Well, not, that. not that neighbor, the girl. Yeah. Oh, the... Is that who you're talking about, Pat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in there's also, like, a girl that lives near the cabin they're staying in that Christian has a crush on. But there's also, like, that. that's it. They're... That's literally it. Like, there's no... And and there's there's no, like, they don't get together at the end. No because one saves no one. She so just... 
Christian starts hooking up with Treen, the girl. Who's also his ex-sisters, because she's dead, unfortunately. Yeah. Best friend. Yeah, and the girl that like killed the little girl in the accident. They start hooking up. But Christian still clearly also like has feelings for this other girl, so like invites her to come party with them. And it's just you get like it's like, man, what are you doing? Like pick one, like Yeah. It's just so I it, it's a mo it's a it is cringy the word I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, but like, then there's there's scenes where like he's talking to the girl and he's like, Yeah, you should really come like party with us. We're having like a celebration tonight. We it would be really great if you were there. And he's like yeah come by later and she's like oh okay and it's like she works at the store nearby and her shift is ending the same time that he's leaving and they walk out to the parking lot together and she gets on this like rickety old bicycle and he's like all right see you later and he gets in his nice new car and like drives away doesn't offer her a ride home or anything he peeled out he fucking stepped and he's on like it. he's like very clearly like in love with her has feelings for her very much interested and he's like all right look i'm an awkward guy <laughs> i'm an awkward person and especially around women sometimes i'm kind of awkward and i say things i'm like oh my god this, you're such a fucking weirdo i would never like if i like someone and it's kind of clear that i'm like hey you know you should you, i'd like to, i'd like for you to come over she knew it's midsummer celebration yeah. so if i'm inviting someone to a midsummer celebration or in my case a Dia de los Muertos celebration. I, 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 I would be like, "Do you want to ride? Like, I'll bring you back to your bike later." But yeah, you, wanna... you put the bike in the car or the trunk. Yes, literally anything. You ride the bike. Let her drive the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't. You, you drive my car to your to yeah. your house. I'll follow you on the bike. Here, take the keys. I'll ride the bike up there, and I'll meet you. In but like... yeah, it was just such like a fumble. Because it's not like she's a stranger. Like, they clearly know each other and are friendly with each other. And he's inviting her back to the place where he's staying. So it's it's not like a safety thing. Like, they know each other and are comfortable enough with each other that he should be able to give her a ride. But the fact that they just walk out together and then go separate ways and she's, like, struggling... Yeah, on she, this bike. This bike is rusty. And he, there's literally, they literally show him like her riding along the side of the road and him driving past her. Yeah, he circled back around and forgot a couple things, and she's still pedaling up the hill. He 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 slows down and rolls down the window so he can talk to her while they're while they're driving. Like, no, I'm just kidding. The, but yeah, no, this this movie there there wasn't anything really happening, but at I all. Yeah, yeah, there literally nothing happened in the movie. Nothing happened, and then everything was crammed in like five minutes of the end of the movie, and that was it. But if I were to, and there was funny moments too, like that was funny, but like not on purpose. No, 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 no. And I'm sure they had no intention of making it funny, but like the Treen girl is, she's there. She's like naked, and she's like. Hey, come on, let's let's get in bed. And he's like, Nah, man, I miss my sister. Yeah, bro, come on, man. That was hilarious. Miss you, like, like, come on now. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can miss your sister in 20 minutes. Right. Like they're they're literally like in bed together. She's naked, and he's like, Wait, 
I need to solve this crime with he's my like dead something, sister. He's like, something's wrong with Sophie. Yeah, she's dead. You're not going to solve it right now. Like, she'll still be dead when you're done. Listen, just finish what you got to do. Handle your business. And then go be all you could be. You know, go fucking get a magnifying glass and go find clues. But, like, she's she's like, hey, I like you. And you're having a rough time. So I'm going to try to distract you. And he's like, nah. Yeah, like, Trine is ready to go. And Christian's just, like, fondling his sister's keychain and, like, looking longingly off into the distance. Look, I'm going to tell you something. 2003, listen, you couldn't even hold a girl's hand. It it was rough. You know, like. What? 2003 was rough, you know. It's like. I, I absolutely was not holding any girl's hand in 2003, so... Yeah, like, 2003, I was uh, eighth grade, so I thought I was cool. I thought I was, you know... Girls aren't... Like, they weren't... They weren't meeting you under the stairs, you know what I'm saying? Like, you had to be their boyfriend. Like, he just fucking... I, I like, see what you're saying, yeah, 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 she, yeah. she was very much just like... She's just like, okay, cool, like, we know each other... But we've never had any kind of intimate relationship. Yeah, like, they're not dating. She just, like... She hooked up with him. She walked up to him and, like, took her clothes off. Yeah. Maybe that's how they went down in Denmark. Maybe. But, yeah, it's like, at the time, it's like... You're lucky. Like Listen. Normally, you gotta go through, like, 20 steps to get to that point. She was just, like... First of all, I think they, like, ran into each other in the kitchen of the cabin they're staying in. They're at, like... They're at an Airbnb. They they catch each other in the kitchen because they both got up in the middle of the night to get water, and she just starts taking her clothes off. I was like, "Aren't aren't you still in the kitchen? You, you guys don't want to like go up to the bedroom or did like? You, did you get the water? <laughs> yeah, like you know, they're still thirsty. They're about to be real thirsty in a minute. Uh, the main question I have is, did it encompass any elements of Midsummer the celebration? No, the celebration. Yeah, because yeah. that. That's what they were there to celebrate. But they didn't. Did they do any of it? No. They wore a suit and they had a drink. 25 seconds of the movie. No, but there was nothing that had to do with Midsummer. It was was about his dead sister and how he thought that she was trying (laughs) to reach out to him. But they're like kids in their 20s. Like when you meet up with your friend group, do you guys like decorate a Christmas tree or do you just chill and have a drink together on Christmas? I don't. Meet up with friends on holiday. <laughs> I think, I think, I don't know, like, I, there should have been some kind of dancing. No, the thing is... Or like, I was going to say, like, if we hung out on holiday, which this is, I'm not making the point I'm trying to make, because you and I did go trick-or-treating, but I was going to say, if we hung out on Halloween, would we go trick-or-treating, or would we, like, chill and have a drink, but we did go trick-or-treating? We, yeah, we actually did. Um, on actual Halloween. Yeah, we did. And um, we got the, the good candy. But... He, he, this is what I mean, though. Like, it, it's 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 the celebration. There was no celebration. You could have thrown it in there just casually. Like the movie didn't have to be called Midsummer. I didn't see one maple. Like you could have, well, you could have just thrown it in at that. I feel like you guys are like overly. Well, I think the maple, like you would have seen one somewhere. No, but there is it because That's... this happened last Midsummer because that. No, one... I I feel like you're. I disagree. Okay, let's move on. All right. 
We're going to move on to Solstice, the I, remake. I just feel like not every individual family is going to have... You don't have a maypole. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's called Midsummer. Like, show us a maypole in the background somewhere. I'm, I'm saying I don't think you know what Midsummer is. I'm saying it had nothing... The movie was nothing to do with that. You could It could have just been... It could have just taken place then. Well, the thing is, the sister committed suicide last year during the Midsummer celebration. Right, they're so back this year I'm to saying. celebrate Midsummer. That's why it's called Midsummer. I know, but just it didn't feel. If like that's you the as, case, you as an American think it doesn't fit your description of Midsummer as someone who doesn't celebrate. I don't believe Midsummer? in holidays, so yeah. But does that mean know. are are you going to say like you celebrate Christmas wrong because you don't have a Christmas tree? Like, no, no. All I I, I don't know how people celebrate it. I don't care how people celebrate it because I really don't. I don't celebrate holidays like that. I just do the American version of Christmas and I watch football on Thanksgiving. Like I don't care for holidays, but what? I, yeah. I don't care for holidays. I just give gifts and I watch football on Thanksgiving and I give gifts on Christmas. That's it. Like other than that, I, I couldn't care less for holidays, but what I, what the only thing I'm saying is, cause that's what I thought too. I, I thought, okay, so she, she killed herself a year ago. Obviously, it was a year ago because they mentioned it at some point that just last year she killed a little girl. So it was obviously a year ago she killed herself. And but no, she didn't kill herself a year ago. She had just killed herself. And then they went, remember? Because she was like, you're going to have so much fun. So she had just killed herself and they were going to to the cabin to do whatever it was they do. Yeah, yeah, because no. she. Because they they were at the grave, and she was like, "You're gonna yeah, have." They some- were at the grave. She didn't just die. Oh, uh, whatever. They were visiting I, I, the grave because it had been one year. Whatever. The point is, she's dead. And it, what is the significance of it? Is it because she died? Because then it's then it's like I said, it's it's. I know what you did last summer. You know, it, it's and which is fine. I I don't have a problem with that. That's fine. But I just didn't understand what like. Was it supposed to have elements of that? Was it the thing? Okay, so more so here's what it is. Because it's supposed to be a horror movie, was there gonna was this gonna be like supernatural? Was this gonna be a slasher? Was this gonna be spiritual? Like what was it supposed to be? Like you're just missing Well, they it wasn't good. That's what it was. I agree. There were zero horror elements. Right. It's just like you're misleading us in every direction and you're misleading us in like what's the importance then? What or what's the point? What's the purpose of this? More so. That's more so what I mean. Like Pat's just being goofy by saying a thimble or whatever he said. What? <laughs> that they didn't have a thimble, right? What what did he say? I, I don't know. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, like a like a maple, like a tree. A maple. You know, let's thing let's, let's move on. Great midsummer. That's what he's saying. Okay, I'm sorry. I wasn't being disrespectful. I'm sorry. I don't want to Swede explain you. <sighs> All right, that's it. I'm done because I've dug myself into a hole. All right, so <clears throat> it's the guy, um, Bill. He's an American producer. He was working for Miramax. He sees this and is like, I need to buy this right away. He buys it, and apparently many people talk him out of making a movie, and he tries many avenues, and it takes him almost 10 years, basically, to make this movie, six years, and it gets made, and it 
it got released on Lifetime TV. Lifetime TV was where it was released at because he couldn't get a theatrical release. It was on major TV networks in Italy, Greece, the Philippines, and South Korea. Like, it was like the. It was very heavily promoted to watch this on TV. And it was also released in some theaters in Russia. Hurricane Katrina postponed production and release of this. The music and acting were the highest rated parts of it from a bunch of reviews. So what were your guys' thoughts on Solstice, the American remake? Solstice was like literally a shot-for-shot remake of Midsummer, and somehow it was still better because (laughs) one of the very extremely minor changes they made was adding supernatural and horror elements earlier in the film. Whereas like in the original, it's, it's really unclear up until the very end, whether like, like you just think Christian has schizophrenia because like he clearly thinks he's haunted by his sister, but like, as far as the other characters are aware, like nothing is happening. So you're thinking like, it's just him hallucinating with grief but that wasn't the case. Whereas in Solstice, they add, they show like very clearly like ghosts and haunting elements. It, it's still a terrible horror movie, but it's an improvement in that it is a horror movie. It's Hollywood. I would say it's not Hollywood. No, 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 Hollywood tried to stop this. No, no, I, I, they should have succeeded. No, what I'm <laughs> what I'm saying is, you have Hollywood actors. You have you know, the their attempt of the quality, the attempt of the suspense, the attempt of the well, not even the attempt of the story, because it is a shot for shot remake. They they thought they were being trendy by making Christian a, a female in this one. Right. And they thought they were like really, you know, kind of like, oh yeah, we're we're trendy, you know, we're gonna get this uh this girl, she's going to investigate. And it's like, okay, but it's still a shot-for-shot remake. Yeah. It's still... It, it was slightly easier to watch because they hired hot people and, like, not, like, random ugly people. Trin was hot. In the first one? Yeah. Yeah, like, she's... Not she's dead hard. Okay, I'm sorry. Damn, I'm just trying no, to... No, I'm just saying, like, that... No, like, the, the other girl... Maybe and the sister was really cute, but like Treen had that like trashy look about her, like very like Tara Reid esque. I, I dated a lot of her. <laughs> That's true. Listen, no, whatever, I'm not whatever I'm blows into... up your skirt, like I don't. Okay. Whatever but floats your boat. I... I'm gonna jump back real quick to what I was saying about 2003. The quality was so poor; the movie just felt realer. I, I know that's a wild statement to me. <laughs> no, no. It was so bad, it felt like a home movie. It, it, it felt more... Okay, the the 2003 gave me found footage vibes. It, it but gave, it wasn't. But it wasn't. It, wasn't. it was just <laughs> shitty. Yeah, it, it wasn't, but it gave me found footage vibes. And this one just gave me a very bad Hollywood attempt. I, I would say it was a little more interesting because stuff happened in this one, but it was a very, very 
bad Hollywood attempt of a remake to a very, very bad non-found footage movie that felt like found footage because of the quality. I think making it found footage would have been an improvement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. If this were found footage... If you added that one friend with the camera and characters saying, why are you still filming? Turn off the camera. Yeah, put the camera down, man. We're fighting. Yeah, like... When he spilled the wine, it'd be like, oh, come on. And then he just cut the camera out. Yeah, yeah. Like, that would be better. You know, had you made 2003 that, that'd be better. 2009... I mean, come on, son. The, the 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 movie's already made for you. Like, just add better actors. Just add, you know, a better team. But it's like you you didn't. You were trying to capture... You weren't trying to capture the same story. You were just trying to capture the same shitty movie. That I don't know. That didn't make any sense to me. I do think that... The guy who bought the rights really liked this and thought this was going to be something. And I also think that guy probably couldn't read very well and hated subtitles. So he's like, I'm going to make this better. It's going to be in English. So I have a question for both of you. I was going to say, fun fact, he became the CEO of Miramax for a while. And then he ran them into the ground. Yeah, I was going to say, that's understandable because they're not a thing anymore. Oh, that's what happened to Miramax. Yeah, fucking Bill Block. So, okay, I have a question for both of you. Who has the bigger balls? The guy who said, loved that this was a horror that was elevated beyond horror? Or Bill Block for looking at the 2003 version and saying, I gotta remake that. The fact that people have tried to stop him and he's like, nope, gonna do it. Yeah, I give more credit to, like, the original creator because, like, they were doing something original. No, not the creator. The guy who said that it was a horror that was elevated beyond horror. You know what? Good for him. This is probably the first scary movie he ever watched. No, that's fair. After, like... So, you guys put in perspective for me that many countries don't... They just don't do horror. Like, Americans do horror, but many other countries don't really do horror. So, So they... And the thing is, they started to. Like, there's a lot more in recent years horror, and and it's an American influence, and maybe this movie kicked off and inspired people to make make horror movies. Fair. I think that's wild that everyone in Hollywood was like, Bill, please... (laughs) We're not we're not putting this in theaters. Listen, good for him. And he still went, made the movie, became the CEO of like Miramax. He needed somebody like me to sit by the side and like make a face at him when he started talking. I do shut up. Like a lot of times I get nervous when I talk. That's the joke. Like sometimes you're telling me an idea you have and I don't say, I'm trying to mind my business, but my face is not. No. (laughs) You just stop talking. Yeah. Sometimes I just gotta, I just gotta regroup. I'll just like, I'm trying not to say anything, but my face is like grimacing and you're like, never mind. Yep. I'll talk to you later. (laughs) Apparently he just didn't have somebody like that around. Pat, what did you think about this? Oh, this was terrible. Which one did you like more? 
the original I liked more. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I think I think the original's got like a point zero five point like it's point zero five better than. There's a small charm, the smallest of charms, and there's nothing to solstice, which is why we're gonna move on. We don't need to talk about Midsummer 2019 because. There's so much has already been said, but before we get into ISS, um, the the three questions I have are, can you actively call this a remake or, of the other one? Who Who's your favorite character out of this, and would you want to see this one remade? Okay. I feel like the, it's, not, it's not a remake, but if I had to choose what it was... I would go as far as saying a reimagining. I don't think it's a remake of anything. But would you say it's a reimagining? No. Okay. I I will also mention that like, yeah, I'll admit these films had nothing to do with each other. I just wanted to check it out. I see. I've seen people say that Midsummer, twenty nineteen is like a reimagining of The Wicker Man, and I think that's just people. That's not true at all. Like every Swedish movie is the same movie. Every every midsummer celebration is the same movie. Which like you yes. can say that that's what I did, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, so like, the thing is you learned. Yeah, like comparing Midsummer to the Wicker Man is like the most brain dead take ever. Not comparing I, them, but like saying that they're the same movie. So I never heard that take and I'm glad because it's really dumb. Yeah, like I said, like grow a brain cell, like at least one. Or watch the movies. Yeah, like it's it's great to compare them, but people are like Maypole. Like, okay. I and the thing is, and I'm joking about the reimagining. It they're, they're two completely different movies. Yeah, I know you're joking. But I guess the reason people can say similarity is because there's a Christian, because there's a death in the family, kind of the same, because there's the midsummer celebration. So I can see that, but the thing is this is it just so happened that those things kind of relate with each other. But I have a theory. It's like it's a it the thing is first of all I still hate the movie. But I wrote f- like four or five pages of notes. And one thing that I did notice in the 2019 version, the second time around that I saw it was you can a little bit get into the character's mind when something like when they jump off of the cliff, you can kind of like get into their mind and say, Whoa, that's fucking terrifying. You know, like, you thought you were going to see, like, some people get married and then some fucking old woman just jumps. Like, you you get that. Very rarely. I had no emotion to any character. No, like, nothing about this movie excites me. Nothing about this movie is enjoyable to me. But I will say that they do a good job with the tension in this movie. It might not be obvious at most times, but it's like they add little by little by little by little. So by the end of the movie, 
it's like the tension just grew. Like it just grows a little, then they sprinkle a little more tension, then a little more. So at the end of the movie, you're like, oh, wait, this whole time it was a plan, right? And I mean, it's obvious, but it's like, okay, I, I, I get it now, right? I, I understand what's going on because you get, you, you, you kind of see how that tension's being built. They make it so that the friends fight. They make it so that Danny and Christian are as far away from each other as possible for most of the movie. Like, they're not together that much. They're pretty much in separate places for much of the movie. Not all of it, but much of it. So they do a good job with that, where you get all of that. But... Uh, yeah, I don't know if I would call it a remake or anything like that. Yeah, I think it was... It's a it's a movie on its yeah, own. Yeah, it's just a completely original movie. I have a theory that... What if the 2003 Midsummer changed its synopsis to more closely mirror the modern one to try to gain views from people who have seen... 2019. They went back in time? No, you can Oh, edit oh, that. oh, I'm sorry. I'm so- Okay, I know what you're saying. I'm sorry. I know what you're saying. Guys, I I, I want to wrap up this uh, be only because it it clearly isn't a um a remake and but I want to put a bow on the the Midsummer and ask you guys your final thoughts real quick, but also just Julia, we, 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 we did this investigation and a lot of people don't do investigations or formulate a thoughts. They just draw assumptions. So what that's what separates us here from everyone else. We we did the legwork and if anyone has This was terrible investigative journalism. I could have just read like the expanded synopsis and I was trying know. to hype you up. No, but don't <laughs> sometimes Here's the thing, and I'll be quick. I, I, I won't spend too much time on this. Watching it, I get it. Yeah, we could have fucking read it and then kind of like made our own made our own decisions. But watching them, you, it's like assurance. Like it's like, mm. it's like I wasted four hours of my life watching two movies that I didn't need to watch. Right, but then and they're the same. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. But then it made me realize I did not waste two and a half hours of my life watching the 2019 version because I already wasted four hours. Of <laughs> like my it could have been. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it's, it's that maybe for you guys, you guys probably didn't give a shit, but to me, cause I did, I fucking hate midsummer 2019. I appreciate it more now. You get what I'm saying? Like it's a little better in my books. That's it's, good. It's above asteroid city now. So the experiment maybe wasn't for you guys. Maybe it was for me. I I view it as I had nothing going on, so I'm I'm glad that it was during that time. I had so much going on, and I regret wasting my time. All right. Well, now we're going from the Maypole to space. To the flagpole on the moon. Not really. ISS. What'd you guys think? This- should we let's, let's, should we describe it first? Yes. I'll go. ISS. 
so for those who don't know, the ISS is the International Space Agency. <laughs> <laughs> and, and no, but some people I'm, I'm going to be so fucking serious. I didn't know what ISS stood for. Yeah, it's International Space Station. So it's you know they do ex- they do experiments and research and blah blah blah. But the movie takes place. I realized near the end that it's like modern day. So because they were talking about uh, they were talking about like modern day stuff. So and the movie takes place, we'll say modern day. I don't know if 2020, 2010, but there's a, there's a new pilot and a recurrent pilot, a, a, a new astronaut and a recurrent astronaut that are, you know, they're going to go do their rounds. So they get sent to the ISS and they meet up with uh, three Russian astronauts and they meet up with the one American astronaut that's already on the, the space station, sorry. They're there, they're getting to know each other, they interact. They try to, like, sprinkle in, like, this is, I forget the guys. The one guy was, like, Leosha or something. The other guy was, uh, oh, God, I forget his name. But anyways, you got the one Russian guy who's, like, serious stone face, you know? And then you have the other Russian guy who's just like, come on, man, we're all just here having fun. And then you have a Russian woman who's like, I'm serious, but I'm also having fun, you know? And it's cool. And then you you, you get to learn about the Americans. You're like, you have the one guy who's probably been there for 25 years, you know? He looks like he has nothing to do with his life. You have the other guy who's clearly a fucking nerd, and then you have the female in a movie. But fast forward, there's, you know, they, they get to know each other. They go through all that. You kind of get all that. Um, you you kind of get all of that, like bonding and this, that, and a third. At some point in a movie, after all of that's taken care of, they had their you know bonding moments. They notice that something's wrong in the spaceship, in the space station. Sorry, something's wrong in the space station. They're like reaching out, like, "Hey, Houston," and "Hey." Um, Moscow, you know, I don't know who they reach out to. They receive a transmission back saying, well, because they saw, sorry, backtrack. They they were showing the one girl the uh, Coppola. Coppola? Coppola? I don't know. Bas- basically, they were showing her the part in the space station where you can actually see the Earth. You get the view of the Earth and see that it's round and all this other stuff, right? They see some, like lights or explosions and they go they contact their superiors after they contact their superiors they get these messages back saying hey we're at war we need you to take over the the iss by any means necessary the russians got the same exact message they both were kind of like keeping it to themselves and then there's like the conflict there's everybody's worried everybody's trying to figure out like Oh, are the Russians going to do something? The Russians are like, are the Americans going to do something? So you kind of got that back and forth. Then the Russians make their move. I won't say anything in case you guys do want to go see this movie. The Russians make their... I'm not going to. Okay. The Russians make their move, kill someone. Well, they thought they killed one of the Americans. Then they find out. And then there's like, uh, what was it? The, The Russian woman... Was you think she's trying to be legit, but then they make it seem like she's lost her mind and she was lying to the girl about 
because remember there was a um, she was trying to pretend like oh we're in this together it's not Russia and the United States it's us we're we're humans we're scientists whatever whatever basically they just start fighting with they 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 start a beef they're all suspicious of each other and it just ends basically with everyone's fighting the guy comes the guy who got kicked out into space kind of like somehow was saved comes back and he's fighting the other russian guy who kicked him off and then then you're left with two americans and a russian the one american you know he's kind of up to some shady shit and then they kill him off and then it's a russian and the american girl and they jump on the pod and they fly down to earth who knows why they fly down to earth who knows if there's even an earth but that's how the movie ends i hope i didn't bore anybody because i had a hard time focusing on what i was doing so with that being said that was iss a movie that takes place inside of the international space station terrifying in terrifying in the sense of what do you do in that situation kind of thing like i mean honestly the way the movie did it it's not going to happen like that they they're not going to be like hey julia pat and the russians we got to make our move and pat's like hey uh tom enrique and the americans we got to make our move on. Like, they're not doing that. They're going to say, hey, look, we received this very concerning message that you guys received the same thing. Doesn't have to, they don't have to tell them what it was. Just, we received this very concerning message. Like, realistically, that's what would have happened. And so, but it's terrifying because there's still things, like, there's still things that you need to do to survive together. So, it's like, oh, we need maintenance. We need to do a spacewalk because we need maintenance. Ooh, who does it? You know, like, do you, you would assume in this situation, a Russian and an American does it. Fair. That's even, you know, but they didn't. One American did it. Like, there's goofy parts of the movie, but what I'm getting to is like, it's terrifying. I don't know what I would do. First of all, they're sinking in space. So not only are the Americans and the Russians bombing each other, which, by the way, gorgeous. The color, not the explosions and not the earth burning, but the red earth, gorgeous, phenomenal. They did an amazing yeah, I mean, job. I, I have no idea what like bombs going off on earth would look like from space, but it looked good to me. Such beautiful colors, like gorgeous now of course they're they got bombed and the earth is on fire so that's not the gorgeous part but the earth before it was bombed beautiful they did such a great job with capturing like the beauty of what people try to tell you being in spaces but then they captured the terrifying part of if the antenna really is fucked up one of us has got to go out there. And I already know one of y'all trying to get me got, you know? Like, that's was the terrifying part to me. Because let's say somebody was like, oh, nah, you about to do it. What the fuck is you talking about? No, I'm not. So, yeah. I feel like that 
see, I looked at it differently. First of all, I would never, ever willingly be in space or go to space. So the terrifying part to me is them being in space. The part where they get the orders to, like, attack each other. I feel like immediately that message would pop on my screen. I would read it out loud to everyone. I'd be like, they told me to take the ISS any means necessary. We're not doing this, right? Like, I'm not. Take the ISS? I don't even know her. I'm going to sit in the corner. Do not touch me. I'm not doing anything. I surrender. Like, I fully surrender. I will do whatever the Russians tell me. I'm not part of this war. I am, like, a sovereign citizen or something. Like, I don't... I'm just afraid of space. Also, like, if the ship's falling out of the sky, I'm going to go to my cabin and, like, go to sleep and hopefully die in my sleep. Like, I... But that's also terrifying because think about this. The tension. There's a lot of tension. A lot of tension is going on. There's a lot of like, are they going to kill me? Are they not going to kill me? Is this going to happen? Is that going to happen? I can run to the back, shut a door and barricade it with couches or wood, whatever. They got fucking Velcro straps holding their, their padded door closed. Like, that's their escape, like, their safety zone is being held together by Velcro. Maybe space Velcro, but Velcro. So that's terrifying. Where are you going to go? You can't hide anywhere. Where are you going to hide in the bathroom? They got those, like, Japanese sliding door things that they have in, like, the Kung Fu movies. Like, where are you going to hide? You can't hide anywhere. Like, to me, that was the terrifying part because... Maybe everyone's my friend and they really don't want to do anything. But if that's not the case, where am I going to go? I'm not going to go outside. You know, what I'm like I ain't running outside. You know how long that probably takes? Put your suit on, check your oxygen. Nah, not happening. So it was terrifying if you decide to look at the terrifying moments. But there was so much silliness in this movie. That it was, it's kind of hard to enjoy the fear that they're trying to give you, you know, because it's just, it's, it's goofy. Like you're, you're floating through space with a, like, just imagine they're charging at you with a fucking knife and all you do is literally push yourself off the wall. And now it's another three, four seconds to turn around and push yourself off the the whole movie could have just been them pushing themselves off the wall until the until the space station crashed. It's it's just it's it was goofy. I appreciate the attempt though of having like fights in space. Like they were fighting. You know, it's like, ooh, action. Weird action, but action. Like I, I appreciate the attempt. I appreciate. I mean, let's be let's be fair too. The story, if you were to just tell the story to someone, that's pretty terrifying. You know, you're you're a scientist. It's your first day up there, and you just got to meet everybody. Everybody seems really nice, and then you get a message to say that you have to kill them, and you know they got the same message. That's terrifying. So I appreciate the story. I think the the attempt of the story is I thought it was great. That's a terrifying thing. It's like being underwater. That's a terrifying thing. 
But it's just too goofy. Yeah, I thought it was silly and goofy. Like, the, I don't think that would ever, ever happen where they're like, they send you a message saying like, we're at war now, surprise, no one saw this coming. But I can look past that and it was just like, I didn't hate watching it. I think it was a million times better than Midsummer 2003 or Solstice. Like it's better it's, than Night Swim. Yeah, it, it was at least entertaining. Like, I'd put this on at a party. It wasn't a good film by any means, but it wasn't... It, it was very watchable. It was well made. I don't think the writing was there. The idea was, though. I feel like the idea was I, there. I just feel like it's so far-fetched. The idea of being trapped inside the space station with nowhere to go. That's, yeah, the space part, not the war part. No, that's just ridiculous. But the idea of, it could have been, maybe they were rogue. Maybe they killed the real, you could have been any silly thing. You could have been like, two of those astronauts are spies. Yeah, it, you could, know, have, like, it could have just been something like, these Russians secretly hate Americans. And it was their secret private mission to defeat the Americans. It wasn't like a... these Americans are... Uh, radicals and they just do not care right, for any like, other country you know you could have done anything yeah, but like making it a lines. military thing where they have like military orders didn't really make sense it wasn't believable for me no no it was it was one of those they fumbled that part it, it again i appreciate the attempt i love the idea that i'm assuming they try to go with but they fumbled this pretty bad I feel like we're talking in circles about it, though. Well, you haven't said a thing, so... I know, I mean, you guys, I'm just saying, like, overall, I think we've just been talking in circles about ISS. It's That's rude. No, no, it's not. It just it just shows to say that there's, there's not much to it. They, they dropped the ball. Who's your favorite character? I didn't like any of them. Yeah, I mean... Neither, no character was developed enough to care about. Mustache guy was cool. The nice Russian guy was cool. I like the last Russian guy that survived. Yeah, the nice one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Because he was, he was portrayed as, like, the tough, mean I one I don't at know, first. though, because he cut the wire. He cut the communication. But then he redeemed himself. Well, he didn't know they were going to kill anybody, but they, they he still cut the communications. Right, but then when he realized, like, oh my god, we killed him, he's the only character I cared about. A little bit, Nika, whatever her name was, the Russian woman, but he's the only one I cared about. I'm like, this guy's going places when he gets home, if he has a to home. To jail. <laughs> well, it depends on they're where They're going to kill him immediately when they open the pod. They'll be like, you didn't take the ISS? And then they're just going to shoot him and take the pod right back up. But yeah, that's... I. I don't know. I guess the only question I had was who probably was your favorite character. The the beauty is we don't need to see any more from this. Yeah, it's just, you know, I'd put it on in the background at a party. Yeah. It's it's worth a watch, probably, but it, that's This is it. a movie I would put on while I'm editing the podcast. I I don't think I don't know. I mean I would rewatch it. And yeah, it would be like if it's if it's on like a streaming service, and I've got other things to do, this might be decent background noise. But other than that, yeah, like I, who are you recommending this to? 
So, uh, someone who wants to watch a space movie but doesn't have high standards. Someone who wants to watch a space movie, I would recommend this to Neil deGrasse Tyson so he can point out all the flaws in the science behind yeah, the movie. He'll just be fucking annoying about it. Yeah. So, relax. Relax. I'm trying my best, man. Relax. He'll just be like, this isn't real. Okay, but uh, you did ask, who would I show it to? Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, like... Did you feel like this was anti-Russian? No, not at all. No. I, I felt that it did come out at this time because it, it's a little strange because like Russia is pretty topical right now. But that being said, I don't think it had anything to do with that. It's just awkward timing. It This was like somehow the least political it could have possibly been. They somehow made a movie about space and war without being remotely political mm-hmm. and i feel like that was almost a negative because what was the i think they were trying movie? what was the purpose of this movie like no because the americans were fucked up too what what are you talking about pat said they were trying to make it political they, i feel no no i mean like i feel like as the directors or whatever i feel like they they wanted to make a statement and they just didn't yeah, I feel like it's like a brain dead person being like, "War political," but it's like, no, what? Wh- where's the symbolism? Where's there? And there's no like allegory here. It's just like two countries fighting, zero context, zero symbolism, zero theme. At the end of the movie, they, I feel, I feel. So do not yell at me. But I feel at the I end of the movie, I'm joking. <laughs> I've <been to> <laughs> At the end of the movie, uh, I I personally feel that they try to give you that Americans and Russians can work together. They try to give you that like... Yeah, but that's... No, no, no. But hear me out. It, it fell flat. Right. Like, that. that's not a theme. That's not a... The, the moral of the story was a quote from Toy Story where Buzz Lightyear says, as long as we're together or whatever he says, like... Duh. And that, like, it literally did not go a single drop deeper than that. Mm, yeah, well, that's something to say. Very, but very it, shallow, very underdeveloped. If you just want, like, a brainless space movie to put on in the background, if, I would recommend this. If you want... Whoa, 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 whoa. There are better space movies. I'm just saying... Yeah, but don't... Brainless. Don't there's, they, I'm saying don't put on a good space movie. Okay. If you want, like, something brainless you don't really have to if you want a very political russian american movie that shows that tries to portray america as we can work together just watch rocky four or rambo three or rambo three but i feel like rocky four kind of no rocky four is the perfect example but I was going to mention, I was hoping someone was mentioning Rocky. You, and it wasn't going to be me. <laughs> yeah, no. I feel like you, like the directors could have taken, taken the whole plot of Rocky and put it into this movie. In space. And it would have made more sense. Because Rocky Four came out uh, during the Cold War. Like Rocky Four was like tense. You know what I'm saying? Rocky Four was Russia versus the United States. At its highest in intensity. And the Americans won, but the Americans are like, which Rocky was like, 
peace and love to everyone. So it's like cheesy, yes, but you could have taken notes from Rocky IV if that's the route you wanted to go. If you wanted to go political, you look at Rocky IV. Take most of the plot out. Put it into this movie. This movie just didn't really make sense in what they were trying to show me. Yep. And that's a fact, Jack. All right. Um, let's let's end it. Any final thoughts? Man, you know what? The best thing about this was the tagline, which was stolen from Alien, but whatever. What was the tagline? So in Alien, it's in space. Nobody can hear you scream. In this... It, ISS, it was, they can hear you scream. Yeah, that was like the... Oh, I remember now. That's stupid. Um, yeah. When they show the trailer, it's like, in space, they can hear you scream. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Hope, hopefully you guys still let me recommend movies after I recommended a few shitty ones. I didn't have a problem with watching those. I already told you... Okay. I already told you the experiment part. I, I did it for research. All right. Good to know. All right. All right. I had something to say, but I forgot. So, all right.